You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travcom. My name is Dylan Callier, and I'm a traveling physical therapist best known for the New Medical Nomads podcast. I'm sitting down with Travcon speakers to give you a sneak peek into what they'll be talking about at the conference this year. My next guest began her career as an ICU nurse. She opened Medical Staffing Solutions, LLC, in 2001. Her business partner, Joan Rainier, joined her in 2003, and the two single mothers became a 100% national women-owned business and 100% nurse-owned medical staffing company. Digging in their heels, they expanded their business over the last 19 years to national per diem and travel healthcare staffing to both state and federal government staffing. Having experience in both the clinical and the business side of the industry, her goal is to help travelers be prepared and successful in their assignments. She is one of my favorite persons to talk to in the industry and a prime example of leadership and grit. Her next session, Working in Government Facilities, is coming up September 26th through the 29th in 2021 in Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, Melanie Theriak. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Ms. Melanie. Thank you so much for joining. And for the listeners, the listeners that are joining, um, as you might have noticed in the intro, there's two very special things that um, that goes on with Melanie. Is One, she is the CEO and owner of a staffing company. But not only that, she's one of the very few women-owned companies, and then also one of the very few um, nurse-owned companies. And so two great um, birds are kind of taken out with one stone. But Melanie, getting involved in this, um, what are some some things you would like nurses to know, since you know both the clinical side and the business side so well? Um, what are some things that you tell your nurses to help them kind of understand more of the industry and help them be a little bit more successful as they're going into their contracts? Well, you know, being a nurse myself, I think I think the important thing that I always talk to the nurse about is is just open and honest between you and and the company that you're working with. And, and you know, a lot of nurses work with several companies, but the most important thing is just to be open and honest. You know, it's so different with COVID and and all the things that that have arisen from that. And I I think that um, one of the things that I I've, I've seen happen through there is that there have been so many options for nurses for a matter of fact, actually in March and April, things kind of slowed down and there, there weren't a lot of options. All of a sudden there's tons of options and, you know, uh, chasing this shiny star all around can kind of get you in trouble sometimes because maybe those high paying contracts will get canceled. So just make sure that you're, um, you know, open and honest with your recruiter about what you want and that, you know, if you do commit to something that you do stick with it, it's really important that, that as a nurse or a healthcare professional, any, any healthcare professional, um, your, your word, you know, is your bond. And so if you are, if you have committed to something in writing, uh, that you do the same for a recruiter, you know, the recruiter also needs to work for the traveler. Absolutely. You bring up such a good point. And something that I found out that I was surprised to learn is that you're in these groups and a lot of these groups are traveler only. And, you know, the recruiters aren't allowed in the, the staffing industry business side isn't allowed in. And they're all, they're all complaining about the hospitals canceling on them or the facilities canceling on them. And what I found out is that it's actually us as healthcare travelers that are the ones that are canceling nine out of those 10 times. 
And so it really helps that information, keep it in perspective of how important it is that we uphold those relationships, not to only hurt our relationship with between us and our companies that we're working with us and our recruiters, but also um, maintaining that relationship from the recruiter and the staffing side of things with that hospital, um, because it can um, burn multiple bridges with one decision. Um, Melly, you, your business has been really, really cool and getting some um, special kind of relationships. Um, I know you've done many different TravCon um, talks, whether it's about going to Alaska, it's going to Hawaii. Um, this year you're doing one on kind of governmental facilities, but what are some things and some big differences you see from working a typical normal contract with just a standard hospital versus working with a government facility? Well, you know, we are, we're, we're kind of called the ladies at TravCon and we, we always talk about a different destination usually. So this big group of, uh, you know, it's, it's different topic for us, but um, really honestly in 2020 working with government contracts has really changed. If actually if we had had TravCon last year, um, this would probably be a different conversation because mainly your government contracts for your services, federal prisons, uh, veterans hospitals, you know, VA hospitals. <clears throat> but this year, government opened up to a whole new variety of things. For a matter of fact, we have did a ton of staffing um, with setting up hospitals, mobile hospitals in Texas, working with rapid uh, staffing, you know, sending healthcare professionals in within 24 to 48 hours and um, some cool things with testing and setting up hospitals all throughout the country. And uh, there's a lot of different government crisis tensions open. And I think that as we progress to the next couple of years, anyway, we're going to see government staffing totally changing. One of the great things about staffing is that, um, you know, you don't have to have a, a license in that particular state or even a compact license between all states as long as you have an active in good standing license. It, you, it travels pretty much forward to all states. So that's really nice. Got it. Awesome. And if there was one big tip that you had coming up from this conversation or your session this year on working at, you know, whether it be state or federal, um, some type of facility, what would be your one big tip when you're taking one of those government contracts? Uh, the background checks, if it's a regular government contract, especially working for Indian Health Services or a VA hospital. So be prepared and, and try not to get frustrated with that process because it is extensive. And I, you know, a lot of nurses, they love it when they get there, but man, you know, you really have to go through almost like an FBI check. Um, and, and so I think that that's one takeaway. And then, you know, if you're going to work with rapid response, the flip side to that is we've literally put people to work within 48 hours. So, which is unusual in the industry. So, um, you know, just being, being prepared, being ready to go, if you're looking for rapid response, and if you're looking for more type, you know, three to six month position, you're probably really going to be uh, put through some pretty extensive backgrounds. Wow. Yeah, that, that's such a contrast because that's I remember talking to you about this with um, with these kind of governmental type opportunities and 
would you say is it like does it, a background check like that is that around six months is that like a typical time frame to to get prepared for a contract like that no it's actually it's more about uh probably two and a half three months at the most so you can you you know start working on that if you are interested in going to India or a va or a federal prison even a lot of your state contracts um if you get if you take one assignment and you're thinking about it for your next start working on it at the beginning of of your other assignment so that by the time you're through your 13 weeks your background's done and ready to go with government staffing i think you know one of one of my uh something i hold dear to heart is is the indian health service it is such a rewarding rewarding experience um i've had nurses that go 3 months at a time and they've stayed for you know, the full year and did another contract somewhere else, I came right back to it because they just really fall in love with it. And they really do feel like they're making a difference. And I think that's, that's so important, especially, especially with COVID, they've been so underserved and so understaffed. And so uh, really, you know, really taking that on and mission um, is something that a lot of nurses have done. They love it. That's awesome. And I love your, your tidbit on, there is a little bit of a, of a barrier to get in that, that extensive background check, but then once you have it, like you're good and you can take advantage of all the other opportunities um, moving forward. That's right. Awesome. Uh, Well, Melanie, is there anything else that you would like to say to the listeners, whether about your session or about you or anything you got going on? Well, Joni and I will, you know, obviously next September and it will roll around quicker than we think. And I'm really looking forward to it because we, I think we all need a little bit of of fun through a lot this year. Um, One of the things that we'll be talking about in the sessions are, of course, pay packages for the different facilities. And uh, we'll actually pick out several different specific, um, you know, spots and facilities and give examples of each one of the pay packages that go along with it and the housing, the transportation. And we try to be pretty thorough as far as, you know, what's going on in the areas and, and um, really good perspective of working within those facilities. So looking forward to it next year. I'm looking forward to it as well. And if you're listening to this and you're interested in seeing the ladies presentation and session on um, government facilities, that will be this year in 2021. Um, uh, Travcon's always in September, always in Las Vegas. And I would get there early for Miss Melanie's um, session because usually the seats are running out. And uh, you guys usually have a pretty, pretty um, hot topic going on. And I, I don't imagine this year going to be any different. Um, so definitely catch her um, this year in September. And Melanie, we will see you then. Okay, see you then. Thanks a lot, Dylan. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at Travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment below or email us at podcast at travcon.org.